one of my first mm. projects is I created something called Everlasting Roses. People love roses, but oftentimes their beauty uh, doesn't last very long as they then die off. People want lasting beauty. And uh, so that's why I ended up creating my first product to be an everlasting rose. And it was super successful. Uh, anything that you do, there's going to be a, uh, how, a what, how, and why. People don't buy what you do. They buy why you do it. What is up, Action Taker? Welcome back to After Hours Entrepreneur, your guide to the first six-figure year of your business. I'm your host, Mark Savant, and today we're coming to you live from South Florida, the Levon Center at NSU Nova Southeastern University here in Davie, Southeast Florida. This recording took place during the Space Day event here, which is a merging of private and public all coming together to innovate around the science and business of space. And one of the things that I think is really important as entrepreneurs is that we're always looking to the skies, both figuratively and literally, because innovation, my friends, is where all the gains are going to come from. So in this episode and this series of episodes, you're going to be hearing from students, entrepreneurs, business folks, people in government, and we're going to be sharing all the ways that you can leverage the industry of space to grow your business and grow your income. With all that said, let's get into this fresh episode here of the After Hours Entrepreneur, which is provided to you by podcast production agency, Mark Savant Media. You can go to www.marksavantmedia.com to launch your profitable podcast today. All right, let's get into the episode. Nicholas, what's up? Hey, doing good. <laughs> good. It's good to, good to have you here. He, Nicholas is very clever because as he sat down, he said, you're a savant and I'm a wise man. So we're in the right place, I think. I feel like it will make for a great conversation. <laughs> we can think- learn. I think so, too, because you're actually a student here at the NSU campus. Yes. Right. So tell me a little bit about that. What are you studying here at NSU? So I'm an entrepreneurship major uh, with minors in venture creation, as well as uh, social innovation and sustainability. Okay. And what is it, you know, listen, when I think about entrepreneurship, I typically think about going out, getting my hands dirty and just doing it. I don't really think about, I need to go to school to learn how to be an entrepreneur. What do you, what do you say to that? So I would honestly typically agree with that mentality, um, very much so. However, the um, reason why I ended up coming here um, to go to school for the entrepreneurship program is that they have a really unique program that kind of allows you to get your feet wet without having to take that uh, fiscal and emotional and like just life-wise risk that could jeopardize you. Uh, sure. A part of the uh, HBIA program, which is the Heisinger Business of Innovation Academy, I get to, uh, in the first year, I have to have an internship. Second year, I'm creating an idea. And third year, which is the year that I am right now, I am on campus creating a business that they give me a loan and, a, and will hopefully at the end of it give me a grant for uh, to start that business up. And so that allows me to, first off, come up with an idea, be around a crowd of like-minded people, and allow me to start my business with the supervision of trained experts, as well as teachers and faculty that are all here to help me out. Love it. Love it. And obviously, this is a great resource. Being here on campus, there are just tons and tons of people here, all with that entrepreneurial mindset. You mentioned that, and I like this a lot, you're actually 
building a business is part of your program. Correct. So what's the business that you're trying to grow here? And how did you fall upon that idea? Okay. So the business that I'm running right now is a business called Tomorrow Technologies 3D. And so the idea behind it is that there's a, a few core values that um, will be like the first things that you can get to know about me. I love helping others. I love creating things and inventing. And I love to um, solve problems. So what that ended up doing is I was looking at industries and I was seeing that, wow, the industry of like additive manufacturing, this uh, process of 3D printing is an amazing field that has aspects in like all of the future aspects of what we're going to do in the future life of how to make things. And I want to learn more. And I realized that some of the printers that they had were actually, even for me, who's a college student that practically doesn't have much of a dime to my name, was actually able to afford, um, given the loans and the uh, sustainability efforts of my uh, class that I'm a part of. And so with uh, the school in hand, I was able to then um, build out this business of uh, creating a business that can help others with 3D printing products uh, for businesses, clubs, and students. Okay, so what? How do? How does that look? Right. So, three D printing, super cool technology. By right. the way, side note, very interesting, very exciting. I remember going back. I don't know, thirty years. I was at Miami Metro Zoo, and they had this little wax thing where mm -hmm. you you click the button. Oh and it, yeah, I remember those. And it creates this like little wax animal. I was like, this is yeah. the coolest thing ever. I have a dinosaur of that exact thing. It's so cool, yeah. and you get to watch it get, like get crafted right in front of you. It, mm -hmm. it was so amazing to me. The fact that I can access that, you know, in my home or in my workspace is pretty cool. Yeah. So when you're trying to, because I would imagine, and correct me if I'm wrong, you, do you have to sell people? Do you have to sell businesses? Do you have to sell manufacturers on the technology? Or are you going to someone that already is implementing 3D printing and saying, we can make it a lot better? So um, basically what I'm doing is that there's uh, 3D printing companies that have made the technology for 3D printing. Okay. And then I'm using the um, filaments, which right now I'm using one that's called polylactic acid or uh, better known as PLA. And I am then uh, 3D modeling or um, using models uh, to create unique products or custom designs uh, for people. So, like, one of my first mm. projects my, uh, when I was first, like, we had to do a test run of our business to see if it would uh, work viably. And so what I did is I created something called Everlasting Roses. And they were 3D printed roses that a lot of times on, like, Valentine's Days or even um, not on Valentine's, just any time, people love roses, but oftentimes their beauty uh, doesn't last very long as they then die off. Right. And, I mean, that's <laughs> just one of those things that, like, people want lasting beauty. And uh, so that's why I ended up creating my first product to be an everlasting rose. And it was super successful. How did you market it? How did you bring that to people? Did you target men on Valentine's Day? Did you target women? How did you, how did you bring it to market? So what I did is, uh, the way I executed it was, is that in the DeSantis Center, which is the building that we have uh, for our entrepreneurs and business sector, and I then just set up shop right there next to the elevators. Okay. And on Valentine's Day, I sold 
all as much as I could. I ended up like on that that testing day. I had 30 roses to sell because it was just a testing day. I ended up selling 90 roses with almost <laughs> uh, like all, over almost 70 of them were pre-orders that I then had to fill out um, later on. And I'm actually still selling more roses now, even though it's not in season. And I'm like a lot of my stuff is seasonal. So right. I'm currently about to make um, some pumpkins uh, for um, the Halloween stuff. And one of my biggest projects that I'm currently working on is I am making a life-size Captain America shield in which I am then going to be doing a trivia night and game day uh, where um, people can enter um, for a chance to win uh, the Captain America shield. Wow, this is, this is, really, yeah. this is really cool. What, what happens next, right? Because you know, obviously you can't scale... Nicholas being on campus selling roses hand but hand to hand. How do you scale that up? Right. So honestly, that's been something I've been trying to think of. 3D printing, whereas is something that I felt is like the step in the door. It's not the end all be all of where I want to be. Okay. The reason why I get um got into it is because it will teach me the skills and the um kind of the market that I want to be in because like I said earlier on I want to problem solve I want to be able to create and then implement I business ideas I have a lot of really cool ideas that I want to be able to get out but I don't have the funds nor um, the skill level yet to implement them yet and so that is why I'm here at the school taking the time to learn the skills I need, gain the practice and actual like experience of starting a business and then taking that to the next level as I go forward. So, well, I mean, the 3D printing thing sounds pretty good. Exactly. Do you have like a website or do you have a way to automate sales and production and distribution? So uh, I literally started four weeks ago. So I am currently, a website has been made, but again, I don't have much money. And so I have not, um, even though I have the domain for it, I, it's like 200 or more dollars to then create and um, kind of merge the domain with the website. Yep. Uh, I'm currently about to start an Etsy page. And yep. so yep. I will be doing that um, pretty soon with the products that I make for custom designs. And, uh, again, I'm hoping to uh, be able to then take custom orders. And if I get big enough, even start implementing a service space where people can come to use me almost like a makerspace. Yeah. Um, this is kind of a s sort of a vision, but not one that I may, I may or may not implement, which is kind of an idea of um, I'm actually in a franchise management course. And one of the ideas with that would be to um, take, like, one of the food restaurants or, like, a coffee cafe like a Starbucks, for instance and merge it with like a makerspace where um, the idea behind it was merging the biological fuel with the innovative fuel that goes on. So like having uh, like a coffee shop with a makerspace merged in and I feel like it could become like a new workspace for many people and I feel like that could help bring a community of solving innovative problems and it's part of like what I find so amazing about like the place we're in today like uh, with the Innovation Center I find it uh, very fascinating uh, because they're doing exactly kind of what like I want to do in life. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah well there's definitely I think especially for young entrepreneurs trying, testing, failing, learning, re-executing and that's one of the things that I really like about what you're doing here at NSU with the Heisinga Business School of Innovation, you're actually getting in there and getting your hands dirty because yeah. you just can't really learn to be an entrepreneur without getting your hands dirty. Mm -hmm. Perfect example, 
growing up, I took t- years and years of Spanish. Mm-hmm. Years and years of Spanish. <laughs> I couldn't speak any Spanish. Yep. Okay. Two months working in a restaurant, I was speaking Spanish, baby. Yo comprendo. <laughs> yep. You know what I mean? And I, I just really feel like that's that's what's important is getting in there, getting your hands dirty, actually selling. Mm-hmm. It's great to have all these great ideas, but until you've actually sold something, it, it doesn't really matter. Right. Uh, I haven't. I've, you have a point on that? Uh, I was going to say to like mentioning like getting your hands dirty to give a little bit more experience um, for my past and what kind of led me to the journey where I'm at now is uh, when I was 14, I ended up starting a nonprofit called The Outlet. And it was uh, the way that I was designed. It was called The Outlet because I wanted to uh, bring the community to where they needed help as well as bringing people to those that wanted to help. Mm. And so uh, me and, like, a group of us, like, probably about 12 of us at the start, uh, was in the community of Lake Wells, like I mentioned, and we just started to go out to people that uh, asked for help. And so that kind of goes into, like, I love creating innovations, but I also love to help people. That was, like, the main building block of, like, what I wanted to do here. And so for, like, six years, we ended up working on that and like it was like really cool so like one of the things i just got to recently do is i got to go on a 150 mile canoe challenge uh, <laughs> and we raised over a hundred and fifty thousand dollars because i had a friend that i was working with in the uh outlet that is trying to make a water park for um, people with disabilities oh that's great and uh, his motto is like um, getting people off of the deck and into the fun yeah and so like I want to be a part of that. Um, if you know, like a lot of people like care about their legacy and stuff like that. I don't necessarily came, um, care about like fame or fortune, but I do care that at the end of the day, uh, there's Bach tower, uh, which is at Lake Wells. Yep. And one of the things is live a little, make the world a bit better or more beautiful because you lived in it. And that was by Edward Bach, who uh, was the founder of the tower. Sure. And I kind of live by that now is I want to make the world a little bit better because I've lived in it. And that's exactly what I'm trying to do back then. And now what I'm trying to do now. Hey, good for you, Nicholas. I think that's awesome. Amazing. And actually from a business perspective, pretty practical, you know, because it's not just, I sell widgets. It's, I want to make the world a better place, right? When you can combine mission, impact, legacy, in with a with a great product and service, I think that's when you can really hit pay dirt on a on an, an entrepreneurial business. I think of companies like Tom's, for example. For every sock you buy or for every shoe you buy, we're going to give away a shoe. Like that's a powerful that's a powerful selling point. I think, uh, Nicholas. Before we get to the after or before we get into the rapid fire, all right. Where's the best place for us to find you? So you can first off find me, like I mentioned, on the Tomorrow Technologies uh, 3D uh, on Instagram. You can also, if you just want to uh, find me personally, uh, I am uh, underscore the wise hero. And so that, that's always been, uh, that was my gamer tag for like literally since I've probably was like 10. <laughs> but it's always stuck with me and I, I really like it. So yeah, uh, cool. those are the two places you can find me the most. As I said, I'm currently trying to build up a website. And in person, I am at the Shark Cage at Mako Hall at um, Nova from 10 to 2, Monday through Friday. Cool. Rock and roll, lock and load. Nick, you ready for the rapid fire? Sure am. All right. Drum roll, please. Nicholas, what's the scariest movie you've ever seen? So I am honestly not that scared of movies that much. Like, I've watched horror movies. And so, I mean, if anything, I will probably have to go back to childhood and 
I don't know why, but the nightmare before Christmas, when I was like six years old, that boogeyman scene, I hated it. <laughs> so, um, I, since then, like, I'm not, I haven't got scared too much of movies, but I hated that scene. It gave me nightmares. Yep. Yeah. Hey, that's a good place to go, bro. Going back to the childhood. That's when things are the yeah. kind of, it's kind of funny. The things that scare us are like, why was I scared of that? Exactly. Yeah, it's so yeah. silly. Um, if you could be any kind of animal, what would you be? I would be an axolotl. I love those creatures, and well, ma mainly because I find them very fascinating. So, like, you know, a lot of things that um, is coming into fruition uh, for um, new technologies is in uh, a lot of, like, the genetics side. And one of the things I find very fascinating is axolotls have the highest, uh, like, healing rate out of anything. They can, like, literally almost have anything chopped off and they can actually come back and so um again like i really love innovation and i could just see a future where anyone could um, be able to actually um, heal from either like stem growth uh, from like um, genetic engineering of um, axolotl dna which i think would be a really cool thing and it's actually something that people are still um, looking for but however there's only a thousand of them left on earth right now wow wow yeah it's like kind of like 3D uh, printing your arm <laughs> yeah. or exodling your arm. It might be the next thing, you know, yeah. who knows. Um, if you could sit next to anyone on a plane, who would you sit next to? So uh, I'm actually going to go back to the person you just talked to earlier. Of, I, I have two people. Okay. Uh, and the first one I want would be uh, a guy named Simon Sinek. Okay. Uh, I yeah. don't know if you've ever heard of him. Sure. Uh, but he is a motivational speaker that uh, I've just really enjoyed. He has what's um, called the golden circle. Yep. Uh, and his whole thing is that uh, anything that you do, there's going to be a, uh, how, a what, how, and why. And if you want to reach out to people, is businesses, people don't buy what you do. They buy why you do it. Mm. And... That stuck with me. When I heard that probably six years ago, and I have followed him ever since on that because I find that just so true. People don't buy what you do. They buy why you do it. And so that is what I've tried to do is I want to be someone that people will want to purchase from me, not from what I give them, but because of the things that I'm trying to impact on. Love it. Love and it. then the other person would be uh, Richard Feynman. Uh, okay. And that's because I really love physics. I, and like we have the space day here today, like uh, before I was going to become an entrepreneur, I actually did a hard shift because originally I was going to go into aerospace engineering. I was originally wanting to be working with NASA. That was like the goal I had set for myself. And then kind of at like the last minute uh, when I was looking around the schools I wanted to go to, I saw this program for the housing and business innovation and I was like, that's where I need to be. Dig it. Super cool. Super cool. Nicholas, if you had 10 seconds with yourself 10 years ago, what would you say? Well, I think that there's a lot to learn from like, all the different things. First off, like stocks or cryptocurrencies and stuff like that. <laughs> you know, 10 years ago, you can do a lot with 10 seconds on that. Yeah. It's like, hey, buy, Bitcoin buy, buy this. Quick. <laughs> yeah. Like do that. But then also like, um, I would say, just probably um, say to them is like, stay true to who you are. Like that, um, that is honestly uh, your question that you ask is something I try to make sure I ask myself every day so I don't stray away from who I want to be. 
because yeah. I feel like that's something like, uh, you know, you actually like um, you said the what's the scariest movie and like uh, for me like I'm not very fearful of most things, but what I am afraid of the most is um, the thing that will often hurt you the most is yourself. If you don't watch who you are, you will end up hurting yourself a lot. And so like in the 10 seconds that I would have with that person, even just for a little bit, just noting to make sure that you are doing good and staying true to who you are and making sure that who you are already is someone that's um, making someone better. And like a lot of times people go after selfish things. One of my favorite books is called It's Not About You. And I think that like it had a lot of life lessons to um, get from that that I would also want to implement to that person. Damn. Well, listen, if you stay true to yourself, you can't go wrong. Can't go wrong. Nicholas, thank you, brother. Thank you. Boom. I hope you enjoyed this episode of After Hours Entrepreneur. Thank you for subscribing, and we will catch you here next time on the show. Listen, we've given you the tools. Now it's your turn. Go take the action. See you soon. Peace.